Hi everyone, welcome to the Resident on Earth podcast, the podcast for the curious being who wants to learn and grow. I'm Jana Zokos, certified life coach, yoga instructor, nature lover, living a slow life in the English countryside. In this podcast, I want to bring in reflections, lessons and tools that have supported me and still do to help you live a courageous, authentic and fulfilled life. My hope is to plant tiny seeds of awareness so that we all might grow and evolve collectively. Thank you so much for being here with me. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Resident on Earth podcast. Thank you very much for being here with me today. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I am going to talk about something that I really care about, something that I find um, very important to me. And as you might have guessed from the title, I'm going to talk about nourishment. And I'm going to ask you what nourishes you and what is nourishing for you. Now, when we think about nourishment, the first thing that might come up to our minds is nourishment in relation to food. We might think of nourishment that comes from meals. And also, I want to think about it in an even broader sense today, something that has nothing to do with food. And of course, food is a big part of what makes us feel nourished. And this can also be different according to the environment we are having this food in. This can depend on the relation and engagement that we are having with the food in that specific moment. And also, I want to mention that how food not only fills our bellies, <laughs> but it can also awaken all our senses and it can nourish us on many different levels. So not only on the physical level, but also emotionally and spiritually, if this sits with you. So today I want to talk about the nourishment that comes also from other sources that supports us to grow and thrive even when things get hard. We can think about the nourishment that comes from time in community and nourishment that comes from time alone. We can think about endeavors that are meaningful to you and nourishment that comes from rest, nourishment that comes from hard work. And nourishment that comes from engaging and challenging your brain and also from switching off. We can also get nourishment from having space and silence. In episode number 12, the one about the autumn equinox, I mentioned how we as human beings move forward in cycles and our needs, desires and wants are not fixed. They also change. Our experience is dynamic. We are dynamic human beings with cycles and we go through different seasons of life. To that, we add the influence of the seasons of the year, the influence that the menstrual cycle might have if you have one, the lunar cycle and the seasons across your life cycle and also the cycle that happens within a 24-hour period. Wow. So how every element is interconnected with each other. There's so much complexity and it's so interesting to witness how everything works and evolves together. And so depending on the season we are living and experiencing, our needs change too. What nourishes you now can be different to what nourished you during the summer or what will nourish you in the depth of winter. And this can and will be different for each of us. Because the experience of nourishment, and not only, I would add, is subjective. Your experience can be 
objectified or depersonalized. There's no one size fits all. And I know this can seem pretty obvious, but at the same time, what you think nourishes you can also be influenced externally by someone, by a socially approved opinion, an ideology that appears to know better than you for you, a dominant culture, and so on. And when you're listening to that, you're no longer internally managing yourself, connecting with yourself, knowing what is right and wrong for yourself. Now, I can go down a rabbit hole with what I'm saying, and I might also want to do that in the future because I think it's really important. And also because this could apply to other aspects of our life, not only about, in this case, nourishment. But for now, I'm going to stick to this topic. So my question for you is, what nourishes you? What is nourishing for you? And here I want to use an analogy. And I want to use an analogy of the houseplants. I'm a big houseplant lover. <laughs> I love my houseplants and I look after them and they look after me. I am really sure about that. They taught me patience and <laughs> as cliche as it sounds, the beauty of enjoying the process. <laughs> Does this mean I don't get impatient anymore? Of course not. I am human and I get to experience it all. Even if I didn't want to, <laughs> there's no shortcut. So I can feel patient and, very important, and I can also feel impatient. For example, when we planted our tomato seeds back in spring, I couldn't wait to eat our tomatoes. I couldn't wait for summer to be able to eat them. And I also was in love with the process. Witnessing these daily changes every morning, I was jumping out of bed to go and check on the seedlings to see how much they've grown. And they actually were growing so fast and was beautiful to witness. Does this make sense? And so I was experiencing these mixed feelings. I was enjoying and loving the process so much, but at the same time, I couldn't wait. I was so excited to have a nice tomato on my plate. Now, back to our house plants. <laughs> so if the soil is dry in a house plant, it needs to be nourished and moistened. If it's waterlogged, it needs to be dried out. If it gets too much heat from the sun, then we need to cool it down, moving it into the shade and so on. And can we see how when a house plant is struggling or it's just not thriving or growing particularly well, we don't make it mean anything about the plant, right? We give it extra care, we give it the nourishment that it needs. So some plants do well in partial shade, Others morning sun, some love to be misted, others like to be watered from underneath, others don't like to be watered that much at all. So let's imagine for a moment you are a houseplant. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Which one would you be? <laughs> I think I would be a monstera. I don't know, probably, yeah, I would be a monstera. Or a ficus. Oh my god, I love my ficus. Oh, okay. I don't know if I can answer. Anyway, let's keep going. There are conditions in which you don't do well, right? So as I said, let's imagine you're a houseplant. So there will be conditions in which you don't do well. And there are conditions in which you thrive. It's that simple. As I said, these conditions may change depending on what's going on with you, where you are in whatever cycle or season in your life. And all these are influencing you. 
Now, you know when you go buy a houseplant and usually in the soil you can find a little label that gives the most important instructions on how to care for the plant, right? <laughs> Temperature of the room, amount of water, light, vitamins and so on. Now, if you were a houseplant, what would your label say? And I'll share with you my label. So my label says, lots of light and sun exposure, <laughs> even if cloudy. So I must get a bit of sun exposure every day, preferably in the morning. Even if it's cloudy, it doesn't matter. The sun rays are going through. Then a generous amount of time spent outdoors. Okay. And then my label says, a big jar of warm water first thing in the morning. If I have lemons at home, I would also love to add some lemon juice to it. <laughs> But if not, it's okay. Priority is warm water. It feels like um, it really helps me to wake up, to get my body started. And then my label says body movement. It says hugs, books, podcasts. I love reading books and listening to podcasts. And then time alone is essential but also likes to spend time with others too. And that's what I need in this moment of my life. And there is going to be variations according to what's happening. And it's important to acknowledge that the label can say something different for someone else. We might have different requirements. Your requirements might be different than mine. And can you imagine if I thought that I should be like you with your requirements or vice versa? That would be awful. Things like, I should do more of this, be more like that. But we all have different needs and we want to celebrate that. It's very easy to fall into self-judgment because your label is different to someone else's label. And, and of course, at some point, there will be things that you want to do that you didn't want before. And these new needs can be addressed, right? So what would your label say? Really think about that. What are the conditions that you thrive and grow in? And what would nourish your soil? What environment would you do best in? What nourishes you? And how can you make it happen? And this is it for today, my friends. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you like and you want to share with me what your label says, please do so. My email is hello at joannazokos.com. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with a friend. This goes a long, long way. Thank you. And if you like, rate it or review it. Thank you, everyone. Have a good week. And remember to trust yourself, love yourself and speak kindly to yourself.